Welcome to Making Art Work, produced by the Arts Administration Program at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York. I'm Travis Newton, your host and director of the program. Today's guest is Elizabeth Dunbar, director and CEO of the Everson Museum of Art in Syracuse. She started at the Everson in January 2015, coming directly from serving as executive director at Diverse Works in Houston, Texas. Her previous work includes curatorial stints at the L.A. County Museum of Art and the Whitney Museum, among others. Since joining the Everson's team, Dunbar has essentially filled two roles simultaneously, chief curator overseeing the artistic side of the operation and chief executive ensuring the organization's financial stability. A number of new initiatives have taken hold so far during her tenure, including TGIF tours, the Everson Continuum, which targets adults under 50, and a new lounge for visitors to the museum. Elizabeth Dunbar, welcome to Lemoyne College and Making Art Work. Thank you, Travis. Happy to be here. So I mentioned some of the new initiatives you've embarked upon during your time so far in Syracuse, which is hard to believe for me that it's only been 12 months. Yep, it's gone by in a flash. So um, what has been your objective in adding these new programs and services to the Everson? My main objective coming to the Everson was to really enliven the institution, bring it back to life. It was a little bit sleepy um, for for a few years, I think. And uh, I really think as an arts destination, it needs to be alive and active and really brimming with activity. So one of the things that we've done is added a lot of new programs to get people into the building. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the TGIF tours, we're doing things with young parents, um, caregivers, we're, we've added a lot of new things. So it's, uh, it's kept us on our toes for sure. We've been very busy as a staff. And we rely on a lot of volunteers as well, but we've got something for every age group. And so I'm guessing you mentioned staff. I'm guessing, you know, you added these new programs. I'm assuming that you didn't add 10 new staff people at the same time to do all those new programs. No, we're trying to be as efficient with our time as we possibly can. Um, like I said, we rely on a lot of volunteers. In fact, a lot of Lemoyne interns, actually, Um so they help us get the job done, and it's good practical experience for a lot of those those young students who want to work in the uh, museum world. Absolutely, and I know hearing from those students that it's valuable experience. Um, what type of reaction have you seen from museum goers with some of these changes? Well, we've been very pleased with the level of participation we've witnessed so far this year. Um, some programs have done very, very well. Uh, we have Sunday Fun Day, which is a new one, um, on Sunday afternoons, 2 to 4 o'clock. Nice. Free activities for families. And um, we've you know, we've been very pleased with the turnout for that. Our family days, our community days have just been at record attendance. So... So far, everything has been moving forward pretty pretty well. There, you know, we've tried out some new programs that weren't quite as successful, and those are ones that we're rethinking moving forward. Mm-hmm. Do we give them a little bit more time? Uh, we're not afraid to try new things, and but we're also not afraid to, you know, get rid of them if they're not working either. Great. So you're constantly assessing those, I'm assuming. Um, so in terms of the Everson's operations, you also have a beautiful recital hall there in the facility. And I'm wondering, 
um, the partnership that you have with Civic Morning Musicals. How does that sort of fit into your overall uh, scheme at the Everson? Well, we've worked with Civic Morning Musicals now for, I don't know, 50 years or 70 years maybe. I think it's been going on for, for quite a long time. Um, so every Wednesday they give a free concert, which we continue to um, love to do. It's been a great collaboration over the years. We also collaborate with uh, SU at the UVP program, which is Urban Video Project, bringing in right. lectures and uh, film screenings in conjunction with that program, as well as you know we have numerous partners with with that within the community and beyond. Um, we're always trying to, to find new relationships and expand our partnerships and the people we serve. And how do you, you know, there are so many organizations out there. How do you kind of decide, you know, which partnerships are the most valuable and, and which ones you want to pursue since there's, you know, only so much time in the day and only so many staff people? Exactly. Well, you know, we, we try to work with everyone that we can, um, you know, certainly there are some organizations that are a really good fit for us um, in terms of our philosophy, in terms of our outreach. But then there are others that, you know, you would think are a little more off the beaten path for us. Um, but they also bring in uh, people that maybe we wouldn't be serving. So, for example, we work with Arise, which is um, an agency that serves people with disabilities here in town and or in the region. And we work with them every year on the unique art show so it's a juried show and we bring it in and and showcase it here in the community and that's a really great way for us to talk about creativity at various levels great great so i mentioned in my intro that you wear two important hats um, overseeing both the curatorial side and the business side of the operation at the everson and i'm wondering if you talk about what challenges you encounter in that dual role well, time. <laughs> I think that's that's the biggest thing for me right now. Um, we are actually in the process of looking for a curator, right. so that's a that's a big step for us. Um, we have not had a dedicated curator at the museum for several years. Um, you know, my background is curatorial, um, so I've felt very comfortable taking on that role. However, running an organization. Um, overseeing staff, you know, managing operational budgets. That takes a lot of time. And fundraising, that's a big part of my job. Mm -hmm. So um, trying to balance all of those things is difficult. At the same time, you know, I'm very invested in the artwork. I'm a true passionate lover of the arts. And I think as a director, as a fundraiser, as an administrator, that passion for what you know, for the art comes through. So when I'm talking to people about the shows that we have coming up or the programs that we're doing, I know them intimately and uh, can speak to all the details and hopefully get people excited about them. So in a way, you you know, you could say that you know a lot about the product that you're putting out into the... I, you know, I... I I know what I'm selling, so... <laughs> um, and I believe in the product, so right. um, it's completely genuine when I'm when I'm talking about something. Right. Well, congrats on the new position that you're adding. Yeah, That'll be thank helpful. You. Has it been handy at all for you in this, you know, coming into the to the museum to be doing both? Yes, it's really allowed me to get a very uh deep 
look at the museum's collection. It's get, given me an opportunity to really connect with the community and learn from you know, the things that appeal to them, how we might be stretching their you know, creative juices a little bit in, mm-hmm. in different ways. Um, so, it, yes, it has been very helpful. And even with the addition of a curator, full-time curator to the staff, that doesn't mean I won't give up curating completely because truly that's my first love. And uh, I want to be involved in that aspect of uh, developing the museum moving forward. Sure. And speaking of putting together exhibitions, um, you've spoken in previous interviews about the shift that's currently underway at the museum in terms of the types of exhibitions you're presenting these days. Um, You know, in the past, the museum often presented what I guess I would call prepackaged exhibitions that were on tour. And now you're handling a lot of the exhibition curation in-house. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that shift. Yeah, well, part of that, I think, was the result that there was not a dedicated curator on staff. Um, So bringing in traveling exhibitions was a way to, um, you know, work with what you had. Um, And to bring in exhibitions that have been curated by experts around the country and around the world, I'm sure. Right. So you're not having to take it from soup to nuts, which when you're organizing your own exhibitions, you're putting in the research, you're doing the writing, you're doing the marketing, you're doing all those elements that bring the show together. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I... While I'm not opposed to bringing in traveling exhibitions, and we are, in fact, our next show, one of our next shows is a traveling show, um, I'm more interested in delivering original content Mm. that we create here in Syracuse um, from, you know, our intellectual resources. And whether that is a show that is of a contemporary artist that we're commissioning a project or if it's working with our permanent collection in some way, um, using what we have here at hand and uh, promoting that out into the world and hopefully traveling some of those shows. So rather Great. than being the recipient of traveling shows, that we're the originator and uh, distributor of original content. So have you gotten some interest from other organizations about establishing that kind of relationship with the Everson? Yes, we have. Um, we haven't gotten anything formally in process yet, but we've had some conversations with other museums around the country. Great. Uh, currently, we are working with the Dorsky Museum at SUNY New Paltz on mm. an exhibition for 2017 on the artist Bradley Walker Tomlin, and that while it's primarily organized by SUNY New Paltz, will be contributing to the catalog and be more of a partner in the organization of the show. Great. Fabulous. Well, um, lastly, what kind of experience, because I know you've talked a lot about, you know, the, the art museum as an experience versus simply a museum. So what kind of experience can you, um, can you say that folks would have when they come to the Everson these days? Hopefully, it's a very multi-layered experience. Uh, We have several galleries throughout the museum, and we're trying to activate each one of those galleries in very different ways. Currently, we have an exhibition on view um, in our upstairs galleries called Three Graces, and that features the work of three contemporary artists from New York who are using color, form, and uh, 
different compositional elements to create, you know, these kind of wondrous installations, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And then downstairs on our main level, we have an exhibition drawn from our permanent collection of portraiture. So a more traditional kind of balance to what's happening upstairs that's very contemporary and abstract. And then we have other spaces within the museum as well that we've been utilizing uh, for ceramics exhibitions as well as works on paper exhibitions. So anytime you come to the museum, you should see at least four four to six different exhibitions at any given time. So, you know, while something crazy and abstract and uh, very contemporary might not be your thing, hopefully you'll find something else that, you know, really fits your bill. And uh, But in the end of it, we're really hopeful that you'll experience all of those things and something that maybe you didn't think you would like will really turn you on to contemporary art. Um, and vice versa, maybe something traditional like portraiture, you never thought that would be your thing, but having seen it, open your eyes in a different way. Very good. Well, um, for more info about the Everson Museum of Art, you can visit org. And I want to thank you, Elizabeth, for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to do it. Making Art Work is produced by the Arts Administration Program at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York, with support provided by the Department of Communication and Film Studies and WLMU Radio, as well as our broadcast partner, WCNY Classic FM. Our theme song was written by Lemoyne College music faculty member Edward Rahowski and performed by the Bang on a Can All-Stars. For more information about Arts Administration at Lemoyne, including our Master of Science in Arts Administration, visit lemoyne.edu slash artsadmin or follow us on Twitter at LMCArtsADMN. I'm your host, Travis Newton, hoping you'll join us next time on Making Art Work.